0: Hey, this is Ronja Kaminsky from The Pinpricks. Greetings from Germany. And you're listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast.
1: You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast
0: with Mark Alden-Taylor. What? The Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden-Taylor and... Nobody? No. Somebody. Me. Lee Gerstmann. Why aren't I
2: on that thing? I want recognition! Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in?
1: The ceremony is about to begin.
3: Alright man, you're where are we Lee? Where are you? Where at Lee? I'm
0: I'm 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 in my place. And, oh. and 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 let's just say it's a good place. Well,
4: that... And in
0: fact it's a really good place because we're we have a special guest with us that is making me feel like I'm in a really good place. <laughs> we've we've got Chris Zinzak. How are you doing, Chris?
2: I'm good. I, I don't know how I should take that.
0: But, uh, I'm You're supposed either. to take it in the really good way I meant it.
2: <laughs> I appreciate oh
3: my that. god, my mind just went somewhere it shouldn't have went. Oh, okay. And
2: yeah, then, then Which, take it out of there. We got homoerotic <laughs> in T-minus two
0: minutes. Uh, well, uh, oh my god. Erotic. Erotic.
2: Period.
3: All right, Chris, I don't know if you've heard our podcast, but we're not as professional as the Decibel Geek podcast, you know. we're not, That's really we, saying something. Yeah, we don't have that sweet, sweet voice of Aaron Camaro, you know. Well,
2: I don't have that either, so you're out of luck
3: there. <laughs> well, you're, you're just as good, man. You guys both rule, man. I love your podcast. And and um, you guys, like I told Aaron, you guys at uh, Rock and Metal Combat Podcast wanted me be Made me want to do a podcast, but it but it sucks that I had to start with Terrence, but uh, we're over that now. So but, uh, it's
2: all our fault that you started.
3: Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's your fault. Yeah. I blame you guys. I'm not going to blame Ralph because uh, we're good now. <laughs> and,
0: then it became, and then it became even more his fault when he actually thought that I would be a good permanent co-host.
3: Ah. Uh, you're the best one, man. Lee Sinclair, Andrew Jacobs. <laughs>
0: oh God.
2: I I actually actually texted with Ralph a few minutes ago, and I told him I was coming on. He's like, good luck with that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Ralph. We
2: love you too, buddy.
0: That's a good thing to say. In fact, I would have to say good luck with it.
3: (laughs) Hey, man. Hey, hey, Chris, man. I I got some questions to ask you before we get into Alice Cooper's uh, Flesh the Fashion. Uh, You put up this article about uh, Bon Jovi, kind of like the singing that they're doing and shit, and i agree with you on that man Fuck like, i saw bon jovi on the what this house is not for sale tour and it, he was pretty decent but mm-hmm. then they released that album 2020 and i heard that one and i go what the fuck happened to his voice in four well, years
2: and, and then titling your <laughs> album 2020
3: bad idea oh my god i was like and then he changed the album after uh it was supposed to be released he and added fucking some woke songs on there so i'm (laughs) like Uh, we're not
2: gonna get political today no no i
3: i I never get political on here man fuck politics (laughs) i hate them all that i'll say is when they say woke songs i'll say no i didn't wake up i slept through them ah that's what i meant man it it woke me up to how bad they were
2: I was like, i'll bring the sound effects for you this week okay <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god but I, I agree with that um i've seen some i've seen sammy hagar he was good He's, he sounded decent i just saw the black crows last night for the second time chris I still saw sa- you
2: post, posted a video on that how, how the show was pretty good huh
3: oh yeah they were really good the friend i was with man he was up saying fuck yeah fuck yeah he was fucked up he had to sleep at my house for a couple hours because I was the responsible one and only had two drinks. <laughs> so, oh, gotcha. <laughs> I, I was, probably
0: would have slept throughout the show. Oh he only God. slept in your house.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying those... There's some legacy acts out there that are still really good. But there's some oh, legacy, sure. legacy yeah. acts out there that are really bad. Bon I kind
2: of I kind of wish I had edited the article a little bit. Because like it, it, I was trying to get that point across was... You know it's basically like you know there's plenty of legacy acts that that still can bring it and are worth your money and worth your time but it's like you know you got kissed on one end of the spectrum with paul doing the miming thing and then you got on the other side you got john who is trying to do it for real but can't um but they're filling up arenas and it's like and then i got friends that are really talented that can that are playing to six people in a club and i'm like something's wrong with this picture here you know, go out and support people that can still do it and quit filling up arenas just because you got laid in the back seat of a car to live on a prayer back in
0: 1988. <laughs> I totally agree with you. In fact, I usually like to go to club groups or, or places where they play in clubs first because it's also more intimate. Also, I get to meet sometimes the artists and when they're at the merch table. And yeah. to me, that's that's important. Because it's a live thing. Otherwise, I could just watch YouTube if I'm only considering watching someone on stage, and that's it. But that's me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, for another legacy act that could still bring it. This is back. We're going back to, like, 2003, I think. Um, King's X, who uh, I, I had a friend at my office job who was a giant fan, and he was like, well, let's go... Down to sound check. I go down there. I, I knew a few King's X songs, but I wasn't a, a diehard fan by that point. But we go down there and we walk into sound check. They're sound checking. We go. I end up smoking a joint with a couple of them on the bus. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, they pl- they play the show and then they hung out with a bunch of us like for two hours after the show. And I was just right like, on. you know, yeah, so you're right, Lee. I mean, it's if you know some of these yep. bands. Yeah, they're not they're not filling up arenas, but uh, it's, you know, bands that yep. still kind of get where they're coming from and like get. You know, that the fans are put them where they are, uh, I can appreciate that more. Yeah. And the thing
3: that really pisses me off is like, uh, you got Armored Saint out there. They get no freaking love, and that band could still bring it a hundred times just as good as they did it back then. And it's like they're opening up for fucking Wasp. (laughs) Go, what the fuck? Yeah,
2: Blackie Blackie with his backing tracks, too. Oh, my God.
3: I'm going to that show because I want to see Armored Saint.
2: <laughs> yeah i i mean i i am kind of morbidly curious to see what wasp sounds like now which i, I use air quotes when i say wasp because it's blackie and a bunch of other guys but yeah it'll be uh it'll be interesting i don't know i mean i don't know and then i, I we erin and i talked about um on the next new noise we're doing uh that blackie's writing his autobiography and i was like well that that should be interesting, because, like, the guy doesn't do a lot of interviews, and I'm wondering if there's been any self-reflection over the last 20 years, and he's going to actually own up to some stuff. But I don't know. We'll have yeah. to see. I doubt it, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, man. I- I'm
3: excited to see that show. It was supposed to be the first, and then they added uh, Vegas before, and I go, fuck you guys. I wanted to see the first show.
2: <laughs> well, I was... They, they're coming to Nashville, and, like, I saw that the Texas dates have Armour Insane and Michael Schenker. And I was like, well, shit, I, want, I wish I lived in Texas, but they announced Wasp, and then, um, but they also recently announced that uh, Michael Schenker Group's going to play like within a week of the wow. Wasp show, so I'm going to go to both shows. Nice. I'd like
0: to see Michael Schenker live. Um, if he's playing in a club, I, uh, I don't know if he is, but if he did, I'd like to actually meet him because he's an interesting guy, and I'd like to ask him some questions.
2: Well, he's... He's crazy as fuck, but he's an amazing guitar player. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm kind of curious to meet him because I hear he's crazy as fuck. But yeah, but yeah. but yeah, I definitely he he he's he's great.
3: And speaking of someone who could still bring it, Robin McNally will probably be his uh, vocalist. So that'll be awesome.
2: All right. Oh, Robin McNolley. Cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he's going to be the vocalist when they come here. Yeah. I hope so. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited to see him. I, I'm gonna. Make an attempt to try to get an interview while he's in town, but we'll see. Oh,
3: I'd be killer, that would be man. That'd be cool. I love the Black Swan stuff he's doing. Freaking oh, really, that good. band's great. That band's great. Band's awesome. I like to see them live. I don't think they're gonna tour with uh, Red doing White Snake and Matt Starr with uh, Ace Fraley. So that band.
2: not. Um, they that is, um that is something uh i am looking at some of the frontiers some of these super band projects things they're doing um because everybody complains you know none of these bands play live i am looking at maybe one or possibly two of them doing uh rock and pod next year
3: nice that's cool and i will be there and i'm gonna drag lee there we're gonna get him a, a thing because he needs to go too he went well, last we can- year all right yeah, i'm, I'm gonna
0: actually to try to avoid mark
3: Ah, ah. See, Probably. Lee, you, Lee made the plan for us to go around, not be a podcaster, and just steal your mics while you're interviewing people. <laughs> That'd be funny too. Well, I, you know, I, I don't
0: yeah. know if Lee's ever told you, you this. If you took part. it ever, if, if if you actually took it seriously, well, thank you. <laughs>
2: okay. I don't know if Lee's ever told you this, but uh, I had an interesting thing with with Lee at the last Rockin' Pod. So I'm I'm obviously running around like a crazy person through the whole thing and. I got to, you know, exchange a handshake with him and talk to him for a minute, and um, yeah. my shirt wasn't tucked in. But, uh, <laughs> well, uh, but you're, you're
0: the only guy who I'm okay with that.
2: Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad I'm the exception. But yeah. uh, I, I'm walking around at one point and I see a credit card, a credit card laying on the floor. Yes. And I look, I pick it up, and it says Lee Gersman on it. <laughs> that's, <laughs>
0: like, that's actually true.
2: And I was like, Uh-oh. <laughs> and, uh oh. So, what do I do? I immediately find Ian Wadley's table. Yeah. Um, I give it to him. I was like, this is your problem now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he was good. He gave it back to me. And he I'm was glad. very responsible and very, very serious and, and, and regular guy-ish at yeah. that moment. He so, so surprise, surprise. But no. Yeah. And then And then later on that night, me and him hung out in a less serious way but that's that's another thing
2: the 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 hotel video was one of the greatest things i've ever seen uh, especially with you busted on uh, bushy
0: (laughs) bushy bushy Bushy, bitch Uh,
2: oh yeah
3: oh man i i told bushy i'm gonna go there and show you how to hold your whiskey
2: (laughs) well the, the the ian and ralph's hotel room is always like you know the you know, ground zero for the best party of the weekend. Lee says I yeah. won't get
3: invited because I'm not one of the cool kids. But uh, uh, they'll
2: I, let you. They'll I, let you come. They're gonna bust your balls the whole time. But oh,
3: I know <laughs> that's gonna be all fun. right. <laughs> I, I,
2: I,
0: I, all right. Well, I guess that will happen.
3: Bad. <laughs> <Man. laughs> But man, let's let's. uh I want to thank you, Chris, for coming on here, man. We we've tr- I've tried to get Ian Wiley on here, but he said it on the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. I only go on real podcasts, but uh <laughs> he considers us not real.
2: Or well, it's hey, fun. comes on my show. What does that say? Well, you're a real podcast. You
3: got <laughs> you guys have advertising now. I'm listening to your show, and there's freaking advertising before your show starts, and at the end, I'm going. Yeah. You guys hit big time. You got like ads, man. Yeah.
2: That- <laughs> that's all part of being on a on a podcast network that's all that you're you're actually chris
0: um the book geek is one of the only few um podcasts that i still really listen to
2: well thank you and i I will say for uh because of you that uh i listen to classical music once in a while because i see your post, (laughs) bemoaning people only listening to hair metal and i'm like you know he's right i should listen to some other stuff and I listened to uh, I listened to Vivaldi yesterday. To be honest hey, with you, yeah,
0: that's that's cool. He's got so much stuff that it's almost like pick a needle in a haystack. But I like him.
2: Well, uh, I, and it also makes you feel good listening to that stuff.
0: Yeah, I like some yeah, classical well, hey, music
3: because of Lee that's too. Cool, I, I agree. Yeah, with
0: you. He's in si- fact, on my YouTube station, I have a whole bunch of classical music that some people think, "What's this nonsense? This is weird." But I do weird classical sometimes, so if if you're in the mood for stuff that's a little weird, you could always check out my classical music. I do some normal stuff, but a lot of weird. But my nope. m- main music is also kind of weird, too.
3: Well, yeah, but that's anyway. what makes
0: it, makes it interesting. Well, at, yeah. least,
3: at least Chrissy doesn't send you hot poop.
0: Huh? <laughs> well, a
3: group called Hot Poop. <laughs>
0: There's another group with another just ask,
3: name. Just ask Bushy about that album. He made me do uh, Limp Bizkit because of that.
0: There's another name that's just as bad. But, but, but the thing is, you've, you've worn that joke out so much. If you had just instead treated it seriously like we're talking about a real group. Hello. Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs> Today we're going to be doing an episode of a group called Hot Poop. What do you think of this group? Oh, I think that they're very good. And, and then we just did it serious. But you don't do that. Well, that's boring. I'm not going to say yeah, I like well, something because I... you're going to be boring in the other way by, by making yourself act like you're Steve O. from Jackass.
3: Well, don't make me bring up Bon Jovi. Hey! <laughs> okay,
0: okay, um, touché. Those I Steve wore that joke out a lot. Under the carpet!
3: I'm just going to keep it going because it works. Hey! <laughs> It's really all Bugs-on-Cheese when it comes
0: to yeah, yeah,
3: Oh, yeah. That's a classic song. That was song.
0: a drunk... I, I did that drunk, and, and I... And, and, and I'll, I'll stop there.
2: Why hey, stop? Like keep him. going. And the, and the Ralph Vieira cover is great.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, it is.
0: I like his cover better than my own original.
3: I like like... Like I keep telling you, Lee. If you get a real singer, even though your voice is, is, is my, I like your voice. I think it's eclectic but, but and really you, cool. But you
0: have sense. I, I do need a real singer.
3: You do need a real singer. But your yes. lyrics are just imaginative you're not, you're and really good. You're not sing anything bad. No. You
0: know, in fact, I respect you more the more that you, you, you tell the truth about my singing.
3: And then when I hate one of the albums you give me, you're going to hate me again. So that's okay. I, I well
0: that, that that that's that's not because it's me that's that's because well well it is me but but never
3: mind well here's another joke fairport port convention hey <laughs> all right You're that. the only one who
0: doesn't like that album. But
3: anyway, i know let's, let's let's shut up about that let's, let's get into uh alice cooper's uh 80 flush the fashion hey chris uh you probably know more than wikipedia on this album give us a synopsis of this album
2: a synopsis well i mean sure. it's the it's the album that kind of kicked off the blackout era for him which we affectionately call it but i guess alice doesn't look at it that affectionately because he was <laughs> whacked out on cocaine and uh, then later booze again um on this mm-hmm. one he he was in rough shape during it but uh i don't know it's a fascinating time for him uh, musically it's one of my favorite eras of his music and it's uh it's he was started experimenting with new wave punk and stuff. And, you know, we always – a lot of us that are KISS fans, we always like, well, KISS started chasing trends and, you know, that ruined them and everything. But, like, in hindsight, when you're looking at it 40 years later, uh, it makes an interesting thing where you can kind of go in and listen to something for whatever mood you're in uh, when some of these legacy bands do uh, trend chasing. And he was definitely trend chasing on this. I, yeah. mean, I think he was – You know, desperate to get a hit, which made him reach outside of his comfort zone. But also the results, I think, lead themselves to where this is actually a really solid record. Um, I do have there are a couple songs on here that I consider kind of filler tracks. There's one song I always skip on it. and We'll get into it. I'm sure we'll go track by track. But yeah, it's um, produced by Roy Thomas Baker, who was kind of the uh, he worked with Queen and uh, later Motley Crue. But he also did a lot of new wave stuff. And uh, it does sound like an album made in 1980. So, I mean, it definitely fits the times. It's not one of those timeless records, but I think he came out with some strong material and I'm going to reference some of my favorite Alice Cooper lyrics from this album because Alex Cooper is an absolute wordsmith. And I think the lyrics on this one is, is, you know, just like all of his other records. Uh, Lyrically, I think he does awesome stuff on here. It's goofy, it's quirky, but it's a fun record to listen to. I, I I really enjoy this record.
0: Yeah, in fact, I'll I'll just say I was so glad that you picked an Alice Cooper album because um, right now, I would say he's more interesting overall to me than Kiss, even though I love Kiss. But, I mean, I've heard all of Kiss's albums. Um...
3: Well, I think we lost Lee again.
2: Please. Skype disagrees. <laughs> yeah, there there yeah, is Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I,
0: um that that was only because um I sat down for a minute. But anyway, I, I love I love I mean even Alice's worst albums I would say are at least more interesting to me than to than to hear a kiss album right now.
2: Well I mean there's no burn bitch burn on this record. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There might be Burn Witch Burn, but not Burn Bitch Burn. I'm not
3: a huge Kiss fan, but I do like that song, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I like the real
3: I,
2: I think like the lyrics too. are horrendous. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's
3: what it's, I like cheesy movies and I like cheesy lyrics. Man. <laughs> I like <Yeah>. poison. Okay, <laughs> so oh, I, I do too. I know you do. I know Aaron does too. Me, you, Bushy, and everybody else hates him <laughs> Have you
2: heard? Have you heard Aaron tell that story about when he was in a bar in Wisconsin and it was during the time when grunge was taking over? And he got fed up because people were making fun of poison and hair bands and stuff. And he hmm. he got up and stood on the bar and he was like, I'm a poison fan and I don't give a fuck who doesn't like it. Look, <laughs> oh, that's,
3: that's fucking that's awesome. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, it's like, I went into a freaking bar and they were playing all this freaking weird shit. So I put on fucking Metallica, Black Sabbath, some Rush, and everybody was like, looking, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was going, well, it's on your jukebox, bitches. I'm going to play it.
0: <laughs> what I did was in, in, in Berkeley in California, um, They everyone was playing like, like regular rock and country, and they had some jazz stuff like Stanley Clark. So I went and I put on Stanley Clark. <laughs> but that doesn't <laughs> seem as adventurous as what you guys said. But hey, oh. it's what hey, I did. Stanley
2: Clark's a good jazz fusion guitar player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like yeah, I like a lot of yeah. jazz fusion. Uh, yeah.
3: Lee's got me into some jazz fusion, so he yeah. op- he opens up my mind, and that that's awesome. I don't want somebody like agrees with me or somebody who freaking just wants to do the same music I want to do. I want to hear what Lee has to give me, you know. Cool. And he opens that's up my one, mind.
2: That's one thing I appreciate. But- appreciate about lee and like you know decibel geek obviously it's a hard rock and metal podcast so we kind of have to yeah. stick in those parameters but not i yeah. listen to all kinds i'm aaron makes fun of me but like i love yacht rock i love like <laughs> atlanta rhythm section and stuff like that hey um,
0: doraville you know that song
2: yes i do that
0: that, that i love that song i, I heard I it love, when i was about eight years old
2: anyway yeah but on. like 70s am gold stuff i mean I'll, yeah. I'll listen to that stuff for hours. Great.
3: Oh, I like yeah. a lot of that stuff. I even like Christopher Cross. Please don't tell people because I make fun of him on Facebook. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> even, uh, I actually, to
2: Christopher Cross is great. Yeah. I He'll do like jump. Arthur's I theme. Actually, I like
3: Arthur's theme a lot.
2: <laughs> I actually
0: cried on the day that Christopher Cross's album won over Pink Floyd's The Wall um, on the Grammys, but then later on, I decided to actually hear... Christopher Cross's album. It was about maybe thirty years later when I decided to hear it, but I did, and oh my word, I actually like it.
2: Oh. Well, except for that time in the nineties when he went hip hop, that was weird. That whole jump thing and everything. <laughs> he went hip hop.
3: Uh, I didn't even I, hear that. <laughs>
2: yeah, crisscross will make you jump. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
3: Wearing your pants backwards, you know?
2: Uh, yeah, like he was talking about warming it up and all. Oh my god! Weird. Thankfully, I
0: did not. I did not even. <laughs> That I just heard about that right now.
2: I'm just being a smartass. It, it was oh. a hip hop group Chris, <laughs> Chris Cross. Uh, Oh
0: yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I
3: knew what Chris I was like talking it. about. Yeah. I watched MTV <laughs> oh, right. back yeah. in the day, saying, "What the fuck? Play some metal. Play some, well, the, play some new ways."
2: There's a meme on Facebook I've seen where it shows a picture of Christopher Cross from the 70s and a, like a current day picture of it. It's like, congratu- congratulations to Christopher Cross, the only person who could look like both members of Tenacious D. That's
3: <laughs> 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 true, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the only jumps I like is Van Halen Jump and uh, what's that guy? Uh, House Payne? Uh, Jump! They were a hip-hop Jump band. Around. Jump around. Yeah. Get up, get up, get down. You know, I like that stuff. And what's his name? Everlast made a blues album. <laughs> it's like acoustic yeah, Everlast, blues. Danny, Danny Boy O'Connell. Yeah I, yeah, I used to listen to that stuff, too. Yeah, Everlast right. is better than his hip-hop band. But let's get into this album, man. We get into the first song, Talk
2: Talk. What would you think about this one, Chris? Well, this one's interesting. This is a cover song. I don't know if a lot of people realize that. Um, um. It was uh it was actually a song by a 60s garage rock band called the music machine and just out of curiosity i went back and looked up that's the original version of it when you listen to it it sounds like something the original alice cooper band would have done like on the first couple of records which i'm not a fan of but uh it was uh written by the guy from that group and uh, I, I tried to do a little bit of research on this but it's funny though, because his version, Alice's version, it kind of brings it up to that day, and uh, but it does fit. I think it fits the late seventies, early eighties better than the the sixties, because um, it's very avant-garde and weird sounding. The only thing I don't like about it, I would not have picked this song to open the record. I I I, I think it's an odd choice to be the opening song, but uh, I do like the song. Over, I'll never skip. There's only one song on this record I skip over, but it's not this one. What would you think about it, Lee?
0: Well, um, I was going to mention too um, that it was a cover version. I'll, I'll tell you my notes and tell you that this is the song by T. S. Bonniewell's Music Machine, and they do it really well. The original is great, but I like Alice's version too, and I thought it was a great album opener. The thing is that, um, yeah, they the Music Machine was a cool group, and it was like when when I heard Alice do it I thought whoa this is a cool thing you know because um it he makes it sound like his own he doesn't make it sound exactly like the original but I I heard it before on a loud system um, an original vinyl copy of music machine and it's it's pretty damn good and I liked it a lot, and Alice's version it's really, really good
3: yeah yeah i I'm gonna say so. I've never heard the blackout period of Alice. I was in the seventies with him, and then the eighties glam rock that he did with uh, constrictor and stuff like that, Wayne's world stuff, and yeah, I didn't hear any of these albums. I didn't know about it and Chris talks about a lot on uh you and Aaron talk about this era a lot on Decibel Geek. And I've, I've been meaning to get into it, so I'm really happy you picked this album because this is like busting my cherry on the blackout period. So thank you for that. Uh, this is, uh, I don't know if I want to hear Zipper catch a skin because you guys are like, eh, on that album. Is that okay if I listen to that one, or should I not just... go stay? for
2: I mean, some people love that record. I, I, I don't hate it, but it, it's, it's of the Blackout era. It's, it's the, probably my least favorite of the four that came out during that
3: time. All right, so I'll listen to other three, and I'll listen to that one last. I still haven't listened to uh, Kisses the Elder.
2: No, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, oh, you're not missing nothing there. <laughs> oh,
3: well, some people say I am. Some people say what you just said, but... Uh, I
2: would
0: say if you want to have some sedatives before you listen to the elder <laughs> then when it comes on and you're sleeping you can be a compromise you can say i listened to it but i don't remember
2: i'll just take a yeah, couple of I he- mean you're mark you're a fan of pink floyd right oh yeah i love pink floyd so if if you like the wall it's basically a pale imitation of the wall in oh, my opinion. why
3: would i want to hear a pale imitation of the wall but uh, yeah, I keep, I said,
2: you're not missing much.
3: I keep begging Lee to pick that album because I don't want to pick it, but, <laughs> but he won't pick it's it either. It's
2: got a couple moments.
3: Yeah, but yeah you're yeah, not gonna
0: have me pick it. I'm not gonna pick it.
3: I'll find a guest that'll pick it. <laughs> okay,
2: okay. Get, uh, get, then get, then get Baco to come
3: on, the on the show. Your show. Baco, I don't even know that guy. It's like I hear you guys talk about him a lot. What 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 podcast does he do?
2: Overs and fire
3: i've heard a couple episodes i i I basically listen to you guys rock and metal Combat, rock and metal combat podcast the plug with bushy and metal mike uh mitch lafon eddie trunk i it's like i have a rock all over you podcast they would get pissed off me i didn't say that with uh you were on there which is a great episode on alice cooper (laughs) <laughs> so, that
2: was a fun
3: one that was a fun one i love those guys i just did a doors episode with him which we were freaking talking about alien barf but that's okay but uh this song sounds like uh stick sounding keyboards here this is a fun song and the lead is ripping i like this song i've never heard this before but it's really cool <laughs> it's the first time i've oh, ever heard right it on. but i heard some like dennis young type keyboards in the mix here and there <laughs> I go, dang, what happened? He sounds like sticks a little bit. But I liked it. And then we get to the next track, Clones, We're All. Which uh Chris, you picked. So here's Clones, we're all on the Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs>
1: And I'm fine I'm running more of the way I'm too doctor He's on the line We'll take incubation Another day I'm all alone So I we all We're all clones All are one and one all All are one and one all we're the government. We're destroying time. No more problems on the way. I'm true, doctor. We don't need your kind. We are the other ones, ugly ones, stupid boys, wrong ones. I'm all alone, so long, we all We're all clones, all the one and alone, all the one and alone. He's having problems, adjusting to his clone status Destroy the government. Destroy time. No more problems on the way. I'm too, doctor. We don't need your kind. The other ones, ugly ones, stupid boys, wrong ones. I'm all alone, so all we are We're all clones, all are one and one for all, all one and one. I'm all alone, so are we all We're all clones All are one and one are all All are one and one are all
3: Okay, that was Alice Cooper, Clones Were All. Why'd you pick this track,
2: Chris? Uh, it's one of my... <clears throat> I think it's one of Alice's best songs. It's one of my favorite Alice Cooper songs. And it's got an interesting story behind it. Um, it was written... It, it, I guess it's technically a cover song. Well, it wasn't really recorded by anybody before, but I, I started doing research on this. But the, it's written by a guy named David Karen, And hmm. he was... Uh, there was a band in the seventies called Shenandoah that, uh, he, formed, oh. and, uh, uh, he also performed, I think with Arlo Guthrie, he, but it was like, you know, new England ah. area and, oh, uh, weird. D- yeah. Uh, but he was, but he like made a connection with, uh, Minnie Ripperton who was a seventies artist and his, 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 uh, his wife was friends with her. And, uh, but, like, Davey Johnstone, who was Alice's guitar player at the time, knew, Aww. either knew or worked with Minnie Ripperton. And, uh, they somehow hooked up with this guy. And this guy and, and Davey started jamming in a garage. And they came up with this song. And then, uh, Davey took the song back to Alice and Roy Thomas Baker. And they were both just blown away by it. And that's how mm. it wound up on the record. But it's, uh, It was written solely by this David Caron guy, but it's it's such an amazing song. I mean, it's got, and it you know people have thought about him you know going after the trends, and he really was on this one. It's definitely a new wave song, but this is one where I'm kind of mystified that this was not a hit. It should have been a giant hit. Uh, It's it's catchy enough. It's got a great melody to it and also the lyrics are thought provoking too and and they still apply today as far as you know conformity it's kind of an anti-conformity song Um, but it's uh, you know and if you've never heard the Smashing Pumpkins cover by it uh, check that out because it's great but no it's one of my probably one of my top 10 Alice Cooper songs.
3: I didn't know the Smashing Pumpkins had a cover of this I love the old Smashing Pumpkins (laughs) so that'd be cool to hear what do you think about it Lee?
0: Oh, well, before I begin to tell you what I think of the song, I'll talk about what what Chris said about about the people involved in it um the the group Shenandoah and Minnie Ripperton and Davy Johnstone. you can't find three people who are so totally dissimilar. Mm-hmm. It's like like Shenandoah is like some kind of old country group, um, like, kind of like Oak Ridge Boys or something, and Minnie Ripperton was a part of Rotary Connection, which was like the psychedelic soul group that did some really trippy stuff, and Davy Johnstone must have been maybe Elton John's guitarist? Yeah, he was so, for a long time. So it's like, whoa, a weird connection, but, um, but... Song-wise, this song is great, and it sounds a little bit like Todd Rundgren. It's one of my favorite songs on the album. It's "Boss." In fact, the song. Did you say you "Boss"?
3: Pick- Did you yes. say "Boss"? Yes. Oh, oh, okay. Boss. The '80s yeah, called. Yeah. Wants wants their language back. Okay. Oh yeah. Whatever. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. In In fact, you're, the the songs you picked, Chris, I would have picked, but you picked them. But but it's it's all good. <laughs>
3: Well, I still like to say radical and bitching, so I'm stuck in the eighties too. But uh
0: eighty five. I'm just eighty one. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> eighty one was a great year though for music. And so was eighty five. Yeah. But uh yeah. this is like Roy Thomas Baker, now it makes sense. This is totally like the cars. The cars rule, so I guess I like it. Wonder if Alice Alice got so wasted and listened to the cars, but this was uh song written by david karen so it wasn't him so this is weird as fuck hearing alice do this but i like it it's fucking cool
2: there's actually a music video for it too that he did Hmm. yeah and and he's he has played it live in the last 10 years on on a couple of tours that's great now
3: because spoiler alert
2: this album is freaking eclectic
3: as hell and i'll give you my opinions on it but it's not bad. <laughs> it's. I think I'll, I'll. I'll get. We'll get to it. song by track by track. I don't want to. I yeah. want you guys. I don't want you guys to stop listening to this because I'm saying something. But let's get. I, to the, I,
0: I like the fact that you're saying something that's a little different than what you usually say. I think this time you will get listeners.
3: Dude, you you've said that every freaking podcast, and I say different things. Well, if I'm saying different things every show I'm saying
0: it again and in fact I'm saying something different by saying the same thing
3: you know fuck you Lee I'm giving you the finger right now bitch
0: (laughs) fucking asshole
3: fucking bitch I
0: I, I, I like your insults they they, they get me hot anyway oh shit
3: uh, hey no homo bitch alright 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 sorry (laughs) alright let's get to the next track Pain which Chris picked so here's Pain on the Freeform Rock podcast
1: Need to feel you screaming through the night all night tonight
3: okay that was pain why'd you pick this track Chris?
2: Well before we get into that, you guys bickering makes me feel like the child and mom and dad are like screaming. <laughs> um, hey, I'm we love be... each
3: other though, man.
2: I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'd like, suck we his dick.
3: suck his dick together like <laughs> never mind. Alright, Grease man. I would hey, suck hey, his you. dick if I was a female. Alright, go Ooh. ahead.
2: Well it's been great being on the show, guys. I'll uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, uh, uh the, uh, pain. Uh, I think this is also. It's funny. Th- this is like the best one-two punch on the record with two songs back to back. I think this is one of the best songs in his catalog also, and it's got it's got such a dramatic edge to it, and uh, also just the idea of writing a song from the perspective of pain is a kind of a cool twist. And uh, the the drums are really big on it. Uh, it. It's just it's a cool song. This one could have fit on Welcome to My Nightmare. I think this could have worked in his early solo days. Yeah, and it it's uh it, it does sum up an Alice Cooper type song, uh, no matter what era of his career. And then uh, just to highlight some of my favorite lyrics on it, it's a compliment to me to hear you screaming through the night. I mean that that's a it's just a, it's that's cool to, cool. Wr- to what, write a song from the perspective of what pain thinks about you. Uh, I think is is an awesome <laughs> thing. And uh, the last time we saw, I took my wife to see him. Uh, at the Grand Ole Opry, which was odd to see Alice Cooper at the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. And, uh, and he did this live and it was amazing. Dude, I, I need to go. Wow.
3: S- Alice Cooper and Ace Frehley are playing in Vegas in, uh, October 8th, a day before my birthday. I keep begging my wife, let's go. I want to see Alice Cooper. I want to see Alice Cooper. She says, I don't want to see Alice Cooper. I said, fuck you. I want to see Alice Cooper. <laughs> and she, it's always I, a good show. I'm still going to bitch at her about this because, uh, our Aerosmith show got canceled July 2nd in Vegas because, uh, Steven some idiot doctor gave him painkillers. An addicted person oh, gave him painkillers. What the fuck is wrong with that doctor?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, well, and I, I brought this up on our new noise episode. To, sorry to divert it into an Aerosmith episode, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, I worry about Stephen because he's got that history of heroin addiction, but also... I, you know, I don't know how much you guys have followed this Johnny Depp trial, but uh, an interesting mm. piece of Aerosmith information came up during the trial. Uh, you know, because uh, Johnny was in the band Hollywood Vampires with Alice and Joe Perry, yeah. and the they did a deposition with uh, the guy that produced one of those records, and it, this guy grew up with Johnny Depp, and he mentioned that he witnessed Joe Perry and Johnny Depp doing cocaine together, and this Ooh, was just shit. a few years ago. And I was like, "Oh wow! How?" Is-? I-, I was like, "That's going to be a story, and no one's picked up on it yet."
3: Whoa! Holy That's shit! Really
2: pretty out there.
3: Is that why Joe Perry was collapsing collapsing on stage? It was a story that he was dehydrated.
2: It makes me wonder. It makes he's me- he's he's looked like he's been using for the last few years oh my god mm. i love that band i don't want any of them to die we oh but i'm like if you're i'm sorry but if you're over 40 leave the cocaine alone guys yeah don't it's, touch like, that shit. it's yeah. like
3: what is that jimmy Jamerson, a survivor he did some coke and died yeah. it's uh, like oh, well, or uh
2: kevin dubrow from quiet riot yeah i it. did
0: i did cocaine once and i was close to 18 and it's the only time that i used it and i am not sorry that i used it but it's the only time that i used it
3: well, um, i don't like
2: i don't like it i just like the way it smells
3: i'm just saying yeah. i've never tried cocaine i never tried meth and never tried acid i never tried shrooms i only smoke weed and drink alcohol <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> I, you're that, smarter I had, a, I had a problem with that shit. for like two uh, I,
3: I, I hung around friends i had this one guy he was going to change my starter on my uh, 72 Nova so I could go to work the next day. And he said, buy me three tabs of acid. So we went to this guy, bought him three tabs of acid. The fucker dropped the three tabs of acid, was under my car laughing his ass off. Yes, I didn't get to work that day. <laughs> so
0: um, I smoke pot maybe once every 10 years. And, and when I do, I do smoke it. But, I usually don't. My main thing is alcohol.
3: Oh, but what the thing is with the guy who did acid, I fucked with him hard. I said, dude, I put my hands up around him. I said, you're in a box! And the fucker didn't move for an hour. He thought he was Whoa. in a box. So, <laughs> fuck that, that guy. That reminds me of something <laughs>
0: that a friend of mine said. A, a friend of mine had a friend with him, and, and they were walking down the street, and he said his friend... Saw some flowers, and 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 just stood there for about maybe ten or twenty minutes. And my friend finally, he was trying to get the guy to move, so he said, "The daisies told me to tell you that you can move now." And the guy <laughs> said, "Okay," and then he did, and then he started <laughs> walking. So, yeah,
3: dude, I I just hated how the I hung around all these people. They did meth. They tried to get me to do meth. They tried to get me to do acid. They tried to get me to do shrooms. I said, I'm just sticking with the herbs. The only reason why they got me to do herbs is because they freaking locked me in a van and smoked out and hotboxed me. And I said, fuck you guys. You drive now. Because I was always the designated driver. I was always the good kid. And I said, fuck you. I'm smoking weed now, fuckers. You got... And the thing is why people want you to do this stuff because then you could supply them when they don't have it fuckers i remember one time they came over from my house mark you got any weed i go no and i'm sitting there illegally downloading fucking shit on the computer <laughs> music which i don't do anymore because i want to support artists i buy the cds i even buy the cds that i freaking illegally downloaded because i want to freaking support my music i don't want britney spears shit all over the place uh,
0: okay, you don't want you 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 don't want someone to say, "Oh my God, what the fuck is that stuff on your carpet?" No, is but it they, a Britney Spears cover on your ground.
3: They would come over my house, knock on my window. Mark, you got any weed? I go, nope, I don't got any weed. I'm just drinking some uh, freaking uh, uh, rum right now. And they said, okay, and they left. And then as soon as they left, I took a big bong rip.
0: <laughs> Fuckers. Oh, son. Uh, well, power to you, and less right. power to them.
3: Well, let's get to my review on Pain. Uh, this sounds a little bit like Meatloaf, like a song he would do. The guitar effect sounds like Brian May. Mm. Uh, maybe because Roy, Roy Thomas Baker was producing this, but, man, this sounds cool, man. I need to do a deep, down, deep dive into the Blackout era, man, because this is the first Blackout era album I've listened to. Um... I remember listening to Welcome to My Nightmare. That was awesome. I listened to all these other albums by Alice Cooper. Welcome to My Nightmare 2 sucks, though. Don't listen to that album. Eh, I
2: don't
3: like that. (laughs) fucking horrible. (laughs) I I bought that, and I go, what the fuck is this?
2: It's got like two or three maybe good songs on it.
3: But why do people have to do sequels to an album like Operation Mindcrime 2? Why? You had a perfect album. just
2: pretend that doesn't exist.
3: Well, I did a review on that with the fakely. (laughs) <laughs> I went off on that album. But uh, yeah, Lee Sinclair. <laughs> yeah. I call her the I fake Lee. I
0: actually didn't mind what I heard of some of it. But I only heard it once.
3: So. Yeah. You're lucky. <laughs> because I went I went to the show with uh they did Operation Mind Crime 1 and 2 live at the Universal Amphitheater, which is no longer there, which is sad cuz I saw Tom Petty a lot Rush uh Pat Benatar I saw a lot of Oingo Boingo I saw a lot of bands at that Foreigner uh Cheap Trick I saw a lot of bands at that venue and they tore it down it's freaking sad I know Chris you talk about a lot of venues in your area that's been torn down that Nervine Meadows is my it's like sad I'm glad the forum is still there but uh freaking sad but uh, then we get to the next song Leather Boots what do you think about this one Chris
2: this is the one song on the record I skip over pretty much every time I listen to it. It's um, not, I'm not a fan of this one. It's uh, just doesn't do much for me. It's its like punk meets new wave meets twangy country. It's a strange song. And uh, I don't know if you guys know, but the backing vocals on a lot of this record are Flo and Eddie. And uh, if, you're huh. a Kiss, if you're a Kiss fan or a Turtles fan, you know who Flo and Eddie are. Know, yeah,
4: happy, I know who ha- Flo and Eddie are. Happy I together
2: don't. and all that. Well, Flo and Eddie did "Happy to Get," you know, "Happy Together" by the Turtles, and then uh, <coughs> they introduced Kiss at Anaheim '76. So they had their own TV show. If you want to yeah, see some of the yeah, most... and, and Mark Bowman. Yeah, and uh, Mark actually lives here in Nashville. I should try to get him on the show. I bet he's. This
3: uh... is cool. You should, man. I love it when you get those uh, interviews with the, uh, especially the Michael Wagner interviews i'm like sitting there jacking off to that shit sorry <laughs> too much well, information thanks for the visual, <laughs> um, no, your I'm show is freaking awesome dude i i just i, I just said oh, jacket you. you
2: know i'll actually be seeing michael on uh, monday night they're doing a, a rare hair show that's a tribute to his career so that'll be nice fun. he um, produced the but, albums of my childhood oh yeah yeah i mean he could tell he could talk forever um, but now uh, this was written by a guy named Jeff Weston, who was a member of the San Francisco band, The Other Half. And um, it's not like a technically a cover. I think this guy just wrote it for Alice. But oh. I did. I, I, I could be wrong. Um, I did go and listen to some of uh The Other Half's music today. With Randy to, Holden? I don't know about that. Um, all, right, all right.
0: Never mind. Bye-bye. I know of them. Anyway, go on
2: they had a song they had an album that came out in 79 right around the time of this one and when i listen to it i'm like i can hear where this song came from because it's got that new wave vibe to it um but no this one i just i've tried so hard to like this song i love the title leather boots it's a great title but uh i never can get into this song
3: i know this title would be something like you would expect Judas Priest to do (laughs) leather boots but what do you think what do you think about it lee
0: well, first of all, the only other half that I've heard of was from the 60s. So maybe this is a different group. Maybe it was the other half. Maybe the other half a, of the other half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, w- it, anyway, w- it um, wasn't Sammy
3: Hager or Michael Anthony. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, I thought, this is like the Ramones, but it's similar to what I don't like about the Ramones. It's better than the Ramones. But this song seems like it could have been a little heavier, and I would have liked it better. I don't detest it, but there are better songs on here.
3: Yeah, and uh, Chris, Lee hates the Ramones, just to let you know uh I know, like,
2: but we all have our faults yeah. I like i like
0: two songs by.
3: Them. i know uh, like he like he said we all have that. our faults. i'm
0: not going to tell you what they are but but i like two songs i'm
2: gonna so do moms are one of my top five top five artists
3: i'm <laughs> gonna i'm gonna do rocket okay, to russia but, just to piss lee off
0: uh, <laughs> I, I, I will be pissed off i know you will
3: that's gonna be rule <laughs> but uh this this sounds like Devo and Oingo Boingo, but they did it better. It's okay. I don't like it.
2: <laughs> it's just there.
3: Yeah, Oingo Boingo and Devo could do new wave way better. But Oingo Boingo was like punk new wave. I, I'm a huge Danny Elfman Oingo Boingo nut swinger. If you guys don't know that, so. <laughs> uh,
2: I, I never could get into Oingo Boingo. But, oh
3: my god!
2: This is a live. This
0: is the live. Chris. You've seen. Er, Chris music war'm yeah. um, hey. um, hey. on er a music war they 're good there
3: Chris, go listen to mm. only a lad and listen to the lyrics for capitalism and only mm. a lad. those songs resonate so good today, you know, only a lad did not mean to do it? people making excuses for people. And then at the end he goes, Hey there, Johnny, you really don't fool me. You get away with murder and you think it's funny. You don't give a damn, but people live and die. Oh oh, I hope you die. I hope you fry, you know.
0: How about this, Chris? Instead of listening to the album, listen to our review of the album. That way you don't have to go through the pain of listening to the Did music. We? I don't think but we you don't can just hear our review of it.
2: Lee well, just got you another download, Mark. <laughs> cool. Yeah.
3: Danny Elfman rules, dude. I'm just saying. You guys
2: I, I haven't done a deep dive so to be fair I I probably should uh, I've done, done really dive.
3: Danny Elfman is a fucking genius you, and Steve Bartek on guitar is just amazing. He doesn't like he's not flashy like Mike Campbell of uh Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers but he plays within the songs. Mike
2: flashy? He's not flashy. Um, I'm
3: saying he's not flashy like Mike oh, Campbell. Okay.
2: Oh, I got you.
0: Okay. Yeah,
3: he goes within the the song. There's no the song.
0: comparison between Tom Petty and Oingo Boingo in any way.
3: Have you heard Steve Bartek? Steve Bartek is a killer guitar player.
0: I I, I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Let's 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 move on. Let's get to the
3: next song. All right, we're inside one with aspirin damage. What'd you think about this one, Chris?
2: Well, it's. A- it's funny we go from clones and pain which are like two of the best songs of his whole career and then you go into leather boots which i don't like and then this <laughs> one is uh this is another kind of filler track i and like it also but like there's also a theme going on in this record it's not a concept record but i do think the basic idea that he was pulling from was he was looking at at pop culture and current news headlines and that's where he got a lot of the songwriting ideas for this record so uh and this is another one of those because it was like around 1980 that everyone started panicking about aspirin because was like oh aspirin it's healthy for you it prevents heart attacks blah 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 um but then there's also like you know it ruined your liver and all this other stuff and i think that he when you look at the lyrics for this it's like that's where he got the ideas for some of these songs and i'll mention that more later but um but no it's it's a quirky song but i do like the lyrics for it it's uh I, do, I never skip it. The leather boots is the only song on this record I skip. Um, so anytime aspirin damage comes on, I do I do listen to it. And my uh, favorite lyrics from from this one are: I balance my Excedrin and Anisons and stacks. I'm a pain reliever junkie. I got a bear, B A Y E R on my back. I think that's funny as hell.
3: I reference those lyrics he just said, so I don't need to reference them again. Lee, what did you think about it?
2: I well, I thought.
0: A little bit of Devo here right Mm -hmm. and I thought it's cute but not a great song but as a novelty song I don't hate it but for me it's perhaps one of my least favorite songs on here so maybe for me I think of this in the same way that you think of leather boots and vice versa maybe
3: yeah, Chris already referenced the lyrics I was going to say, <laughs> but uh, this is a total new wave song, man. This is... <laughs> I like it, man. Uh, what was... Good for you. I was going to ask Chris, what was his drug of choice? Was it booze or cocaine at this time, or... Both. It's just weird that he writes a song <laughs> well, about aspirin.
2: It's weird. The whole thing is weird with that situation, because like, he, he was a, a major alcoholic going into... Um, Lace and whiskey uh, that I think came out seventy seven, and then he wound up getting put into an insane asylum because like rehab wasn't a thing back in those days. So he goes into a fucking nut house, and that's where he writes basically the the album from the inside. The whole thing's written <laughs> about his experiences of being in a nut house. And but at the time that he was putting from the inside together, that's when he got paired up with Bernie Toppin, who was Elton John's co writer. And he gets out of the nut house for being an alcoholic, quits drinking for a while, but Bernie Toppin turns him on to cocaine. <laughs> oh, shit! So he starts doing cocaine, and but back in those days, in the 70s, people didn't think cocaine was harmful. It was just it was something that kept you awake, basically. And, um, fact,
0: um... Oh, go on, and then I have
2: something to say. So, so he starts doing cocaine with Bernie, and they write songs together, some great stuff, too. And, uh... So, like, around this time, I think he's still just on cocaine, but then by the time you get around to Special Forces and Dada and Zipper Catch-a-Skin, he's doing cocaine and he's back on the booze. That's why if you look at footage of Alice from this era, he looks awful. He looked like he's about to fall over dead. Yeah.
0: Um, in fact, that's that's an interesting title for maybe a new album by him, Fall Over Dead. But anyway, um, <laughs> my sister used to say um long, long ago back in the, like the, I forget what year it was, but, but, but she said a lot of the groups who talked and wrote songs against drugs and about the harmful effects of drugs were the people who were using those drugs at the time that they were writing the songs. So Mm -hmm. like, 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 like for instance, maybe sister morphine by the Rolling Stones being written during the time that they were using it. You know, kind of like that. All right. You know, so so um, um, that that was one thing that, that I remembered from back in the day.
3: So what did you think about aspirin damage, Lee?
0: Oh. Um, he said.
2: Oh, he did? Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah he did. <laughs> My bad.
3: Uh, how too much of much...
2: you had a drink, and how much of it went up your nose? <laughs> yeah, that's that's that's
0: the weird thing. Yeah, I, I do... know now not to tell Mark what not to do because <laughs> he's going to do it. So
2: are we, are we gonna get videos with Lee snorting alcohol up his nose? Absolutely not. <laughs> I wanted
3: him to do vodka. He won't do it. I'm like, dude, snort some I, I vodka.
0: Like, I'm like, um, I I I'd, I'd rather. Um, never
2: mind. It's
3: like, dude, I did the whiskey one because of that song, snorting whiskey, drinking cocaine. And I it,
2: thought it was brilliant. And <laughs> then people
3: wanted more. And I go, fuck, I'll do a trilogy. But then Eddie kind of strategy says, you need to do, you need, to, maybe you'll do the, like, Star Wars trilogy where it gets worse and worse and worse. <laughs> I said, whatever. <laughs>
2: Hey, man, there's people that make very lucrative amounts of money on YouTube doing shit like that. Dude, I don't care about the money.
3: I just want to make people laugh. That's my whole thing. I want to make people laugh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I've seen some weird videos on YouTube. What the fuck are they doing?
0: There's a guy I knew, a friend of mine. I won't mention his name, but he was a cool guy, but... I once jokingly said something about snorting sugar and then and then my other friend said you know what he actually went and snorted sugar and then so later on I went is he gonna snort salt later and then I found out later he decided that that they that my friend mentioned it to him and he snorted salt who? i i mean, I mean of, of course the guy ended up being a school teacher so he's all good now but i mean back back, back, oh, great, back, so back that's
2: back. who's educating our children <laughs> but, <laughs> that but, makes
0: but, sense <laughs> but 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 actually um he, he was a cool guy i liked him a lot and and he used to come to my place wearing roller skates and stuff and 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 and, and, and i never told him to take off the roller skates even though my parents were like ah! You know, but I I could talk more about him, but I won't. Anyway, um, yeah.
3: Well, somebody told me to snort frickin' a cheeseburger. How the fuck am I gonna snort a cheeseburger? Oh, don't
0: do that! (laughs) How am I
3: gonna snort a cheeseburger? Maybe I could snort the sauce or the mustard ketchup. Um,
0: you know what? Um, I'm not saying you have to listen to me, but what I'm gonna say is I... I don't have your worst interests at heart, so I would like you to at least consider that some of what I say might be
2: sensible. That's
3: sensible.
0: That's all I want to
2: say. Mark, I, you've gotten to a point where Lee Gersman is the voice of reason. Think I know, man. That's insane, right?
3: Oh, man, somebody wanted me to snort peppermint schnapps, but that gave no, me a... No, don't do No, that. no, 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 peppermint schnapps sounds that would horrible. Be
0: the only thing that I would, um, I, I think would be okay to do, but no, instead <laughs> of snorting it, drink it.
3: I, I would, no, I don't even want to drink that shit, that was horrible. I
0: used to drink it, I want you
3: to drink peppermint schnapps. Oh, God, I, I, like I, I told... If you,
0: if you snort Jägermeister, you should drink peppermint schnapps. Or well, it's like. And what, if you do that, then I will not pick a certain album that's so boring you'll sleep on.
3: Dude, I don't care what you pick, as long as it's not freaking like. It's gotta be a rock album. But, uh.
0: It might not be.
3: Oh, God. This is. Rich. Well, Aspirin Damage. It's a freaking new wave song, and I already asked Chris what was his drug of choice back then, so. It's an okay song. I don't really care for it. And we flip this shit over. It gets a nuclear infected. What'd you think about this one, Chris?
2: Well, I mean, this goes along with him, you know, pulling i music and song ideas from headlines that were going on at the time. So, like, the if you're familiar with the Three Mile Island disaster, yeah. that that that's where this came from. In um, the whole nuclear thing, was that was a big topic at the time. I'm, I'm amazed he never did a song about the gas shortage or something. Oh, Um, but because that was a big story he had a song
3: in Nukem high didn't he something like that
2: or a class of 1980 yeah class of 1984 Uh, i am the future that's from zipper catching skin i Um, do like that song though (laughs) yeah i am not a fan of that record or that movie but uh but uh, no this one nuclear infected it's musically it's kind of a filler song but i don't skip it i always listen to it um but I'd like I the whole the, the thing with Three Mile Island, I love the lyrics. I want to live on Three Mile Island where things are clean and neat because we don't have no <laughs> health freaks cluttering up our streets. i <laughs> nuclear infected. I need something to eat. A China Syndrome salad with plutonium and cheese. I mean, who the fuck else is going to write lyrics like that? That's what I love about Alice Cooper. That
0: reminds me of, of, of a song by a guy named Larry Gross, and the song was called Junk Food Junkie. It's not popular now, but back in the day, it had ten minutes of popularity.
3: Yeah. Dang man, what do you think about it, Lee?
0: Um, this is peppy, kind of like the Go Go's, but nobody could confuse Alice Cooper with the Go Go's. Yeah, I hope not. Maybe it's slightly less my favorite than some of the other songs, but I don't dislike it. It's still pretty good.
3: Yeah, I think this is uh this is a fun song. I need to play this on thatmetalstation.com just to piss, piss people off. That would weird uh, people out. Mm. I know, <laughs> man. That's why I want to play it. I played AHA in there. Nobody, and everybody seemed to like AHA. I seemed to get more listeners when I played AHA. That's weird. Oh, boy. Uh, but
2: <laughs> you like the AHA album, bitch. The weird no,
0: thing about I'm AHA. I'm saying, uh, oh, boy, because I'm thinking of something else. All right. The
2: thing about AHA that's odd is like they had one hit in America, the only thing they ever did. But they've sold like twenty million albums in Europe. The <laughs> yeah. in Europe.
3: Yeah, their their best album isn't the one that did good in America. Yeah. It's it's like their other albums like Analog and Uh Foot at the Mountain are way better than what they did in the eighties. It's more grown up. And I look I'll at tell people you. Go on, go on. I, I tell people all the time don't listen to freaking their first album. Listen to like their fourth album. <laughs> it's way better. I do love the first. <laughs> Three albums, but it's more '80s. But they grew up, and they, if you ever listen to the acoustic, their MTV unplugged in Europe, it's amazing. Big
2: <laughs> yeah. like world out there. Yeah. But, but I, anyway,
0: what I was going to say is um, the reason why I gave that little uh was because I I remember I was going to a party, which was like for the work I was working somewhere, and. And they had a phonograph, and I thought I would bring albums. So I brought, like you know, a little bit of everything, like Moody Blues, Jefferson Airplane, maybe Simon and Garfunkel, maybe a little bit of, um, who knows, like maybe Kiss or I, I don't know, but, but 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 different rock stuff. And and then as a joke, I brought Wayne Newton, <laughs> and 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 then when, when I showed everyone the albums, they were. They, they didn't care about everything else, but they saw Wade Newton and went, Yeah, Wade Newton, cool! And so that's what we ended up listening to. <laughs> Wade that Newton. was weird.
3: I just remember Wade Newton from Ferris <laughs> Bueller.
0: <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> red roses for a blue. I... Wait, I-
3: do we, we
0: we need to do that album just to get you angry
3: i like donka shane i think that's the only my life,
0: life. <laughs> hey hey life. we can do that album too we can oh do my both of them oh we, my we, we, we god we do a for.
3: well that's um, why so i named it freeform they're, rock they're, they're, so we can do anything
0: they 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 his two
2: albums People well, you want,
0: about the size of a regular album.
2: Yeah, you want uh, big downloads, do some Wayne Newton episodes. <laughs> oh my yeah, god.
0: If, if you want some big um, poop dumps, um, do Wayne Newton and then people <laughs> do big poop dumps. <laughs> I
3: I just like doing eclectic albums. I do the more popular albums. Lee does the more eclectic albums, which frickin' rules. But, uh, That's
0: because you don't know nothing.
3: Yeah, I don't know shit. That's Ooh. right. I give it. I'd give you that, man. I'd rather do ex- shit. I'd rather do extreme... I'd
0: rather leave a shit
3: than a take a shit. Buddy. I'd rather do extreme or foreigner than hot poop.
0: <laughs> that's you.
3: Yeah, that's me. You're but
0: boring. I
3: am so boring, man. But then we get to... New- mom and dad
2: are fighting again. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if we didn't fight, people wouldn't listen. They like they like the drama.
0: Well, until <laughs> I finally quit.
3: You ain't quitting, but bitch.
0: I, I i'll, I'll quit if, if if it gets so boring that i'd sleep
3: dude i let you do albums that nobody else will do so fuck off <laughs>
0: yeah i'm sorry my, my 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 kissy um wonderful beautiful lady i mean sorry
3: well i'm saying this song would have been killer in a toxic avenger or a musical for the 80s i kind of like this song nuclear infected it's pretty cool yeah And then we get to the next song, Grim Facts, which uh, Lee picks. So here's Grim Facts on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
1: Four months to go Green facts Every parent better know The girls a have teaser Wants to do a private show Got a hundred thousand fantasies She wants the band to know She likes to brush across my Levi's And likes to watch me grow Green facts Every parent better know There they don't know Also these are real facts. Every parent must know. Will facts. Every parent must know. Tries to slide inside my pockets But it's strictly SRO
3: Alright, that was Grim Facts. Lee, why did you pick this track?
0: This is like Blue Oyster Colt. That band has some good songs, even though I'm not their biggest fan, but this sounds like a good song of theirs. I like it a lot. It's one of the best songs on the
2: album. What'd you think about it, Chris? Oh this song fucking rules. I love this song. Uh the the riff, the bass line, the lyrics, everything about this song is great uh it, this one could have been done by the original band i think i think it it fits with that early alice cooper like school's out killer vibe and uh it's, it's it's a dark lyrical song for sure uh but no i love this one uh we interviewed chuck garrick the alice's bass player uh, a few years ago and he had, I, you know and, and like we should i should come back on if you're okay with it and do um an episode on dada and uh, cuz oh. i always i i see chuck around town a lot and i bug him every time i see him i'm like you gotta do scarlet and sheba from the dada record and he laughs because he's like no alice is never going to do that but when uh-huh. we did the interview with him he said that they actually got as far as rehearsing this song a few times to tour uh but for some reason it always got voted out but they they got close to playing this song live but uh to me the uh i love the lyrics sisters on the street now looking for some joe only got about an hour time for her new nose know- to pay for her <laughs> new nose she gets a hundred for her body and nickel for her soul these are grim facts every parent must know and then that is also Ooh, yeah where i get the idea that he was pulling stuff from headlines at the time because this was the thing where you had like morality peop- morality groups that were pushing um you know propaganda on parents like these are grim facts that your teenagers might be involved in and yeah. it was, that was kind of uh represented the early 80s so i think that's where he got the idea for this but yeah i would love to hear this song live but no it's one of my favorite songs on the record what do you think yeah, it's of- just like
0: there was um this um um back in the early days there was this um supposedly this um diary by a, a, a lady named Alice and it was like I, I forget the name of it but it was like like um, aka Alice or something and it was supposed to be about a lady who's like a teenager who used a lot of drugs and she um, used heroin and she kept using it and talked about how she was slowly dying and eventually the um, book ended because she died but then they find out later that it was actually written by a guy who was um like a a christian kind of morality sort of guy trying to tell people oh it was called ask about alice or something like mm. that and go and, ask and, alice yeah yeah go ask alice and it was apparently yeah. written by a guy who who was writing in that style to try and scare teenagers against drugs, but it wasn't an actual book that Alice wrote. It was it was something that was um commissioned for this guy to ghostwrite. So so I I just thought that I would mention that. I never did read it, but that's what I heard. But anyway, um this song Grim Facts. Oh, 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 I already said you already talked
3: about it, dude. Yeah, it was right, your yeah. pick. But uh, these lyrics are so good and a fucking honky tonk piano with a kick ass guitar. This sounds like a happy song with like you said, Chris, really dark lyrics. Did he talk to Cheap Trick on this? This fucking song rules. I fucking love it. It's like Cheap Trick has happy songs and then but the lyrics are really dark. It's like that's true it is kind of similar to that isn't it yeah man when you did your cheap trick thing i was like talking to the episode i go yeah you guys are right (laughs) i was like (laughs) fucking awesome man i i i need to talk to brian cramp man i think me and him got on a bad foot because of fucking politics fuck politics but uh then we get to the next song model citizen what'd you think about this one chris
2: uh, this one it, it it almost comes off like it's two songs that were pasted together as far as like the between the lyrics for the verse and the chorus because like the the verses and the the ver- lyrics for the verse are one thing and the choruses are different they don't jive together so the verses lyrics are kind of random and but they're clever and then the chorus comes off like a commentary on people in power that put on a different face to fool people and um it's a good song musically i i I like the song but it's it's when you listen to it the verses don't really match up with the lyrics and that could could be a thing where he frankenstein two songs together i don't know um lyrics the ones that stand on this one's i'm a martyr i'm a sadist i might be the savior here to save us i'm a friend of sammy davis (laughs) (laughs) alice is so unique in that way
3: oh my god what do you think about it lee If the
0: Ramones did something like this, I'd like them. This is kind of a parody. You and your Ramones
3: hate it's horrible.
0: Shut up. (laughs) Make me. Sounds okay. Not now, but and it sounds a little bit like Robert Calvert's solo work. I could imagine them working together. This is kind of a comedy song, but I dig it, and I wouldn't skip it. I like it.
3: Yeah, it starts off with some killer drums. This album is a trip. The music in the background is a trip. It's a little queenish while the guitar is ripping the fuck up. I do like this song. I think I thought it was pretty cool. I like it. But those lyrics are freaking weird as fuck. <laughs> I'm going, what the hell is going on? And you, you've said on the decibel Keep many times that Alice doesn't remember this period at all. Mm.
2: Well, he claims that. I don't think he's... I think he just doesn't want to talk about it because of what he was going
3: through. <laughs> yeah, but I went to the... Um, what is it? The Rainbow, where they did the Holy Veth Vampires, where they did cocaine mm-hmm. and shit. With, yep. with Eddie Conestracci and, and Vincent... Uh, Vincent Cavanaugh. You know, I could say their names. I could say your name right, Sinzak, but I can't say Gershman right. But You it, it can just...
0: say Gerst. Oh, God, no. <laughs> say First.
3: No, no, I'm good. Say we did first. this. We did this last week. We're
0: good. Say first.
1: <laughs> we did this. Last. Say. Oh, first.
3: I got it, man. I got it.
0: Say it. First. Now, all you have to do is do a G, and that's <laughs> that's all you do. All it. right,
3: but I could say Sinzak. Everybody ruins okay. Chris's name. I could say his name perfectly, but for some reason, I can't say my co-host's name. I <laughs> well,
2: uh, have a a a German bar here in Nashville called the Gersthaus. I'll never get his name wrong. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Mark,
0: when you said Gersthaus, you said it correctly, except (laughs) instead of house, you just say
3: Man, man, <laughs> houseman. <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I think, ever...
2: he's, I think okay, Lee. I think that, he's that, in, he's intentionally fucking it up to piss you off.
3: I don't think so um, because I I can say your name right, Chris, but I can't say his I'm name right. I'm not
0: pissed off at him for getting it wrong. I'm just pissed off because I think that every time, if I say say it slow, Gerst man, instead of going slow, he go man and I said I said do it slow and you won't do it slow. So I think that's the case. It's like I say go one, two and he goes, one, two and I said, No. Slow Oh Ralph and always fucks me on your slow.
3: name. Uh I
0: So 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 I think he's doing it I don't I I think he I don't
3: know. It's a mental block with your last name. I could do everybody else's last name except yours. <laughs>
0: well, as long as you keep listening to the bad albums that I give you, I'll be fine with
3: it. <laughs> all, all right. all
0: about Or like someone slapping the guy, silly.
3: Well, when we get to Rocket Pod 2023, you could teach me in front of everybody how to say your name. I will
0: make you put a sponge in your mouth, and then you go, go I'm a lead goof rah, they, gof, And then that
3: will be fine. I go, Ruh-Roh-Raggy. <laughs> Alright.
0: That's good. You say, Lee Ruk-Roh-Ranky. And I will respond.
3: Alright, let's get to the next song. Dance yourself to death. What did you think about this one, Chris?
2: I love this song. It's uh my first thought is Alice does the Rolling Stones because it's kinda like got that loose jangly vibe. Uh the the riff's great on this song. I think this is another one that could have worked for the original band. It's like there's so many there's so many fans that only love the original Alice Cooper group that don't give the solo era a chance where Several songs on this record, I think the original band could have pulled off just fine, and it would have been it it would have fit right in with the catalog with "Killer" and "Love You to Death" and all that stuff. Um, But no, I I think this is a good one. Um, Never skip it. One of probably one of my top five on the record, and uh, my favorite lyrics on this one is "Mom's hair is all green and dirty. She wears a high tech Devo suit." She changed her name to Xerox. She hides preludes in her boots. And that's, cool! It's, it's very, very much lyrics of its time, but uh, it makes it a kind of a good time capsule.
3: That's fucking
0: awesome. What do you think about it, Lee? Yeah, this is like the Rolling Stones, but even better Ooh. than what that group <laughs> was doing at that time. The thing is, Alice Cooper usually always had really good musicians working with him, and he was aware of how to do really good quality music so even his worst stuff is better than some group's better stuff. This is a cool New York-style rocker, and it's pretty hot.
3: Yeah, this sounds like Alice Cooper in this song. Killer lyrics and riffs, drums rule, grooves, killer solo. This song might be my favorite song off the album. I freaking love it. Right
0: on, man. There's
2: There's a a lot of people that cite this one as their favorite.
3: Yeah, I guess I'm with them. Majority. I want to be with the I, minority. Even, even <laughs> though I didn't
0: say it was my favorite, I will please mark by saying it's now my favorite. Dude, d- d- no, no,
3: no, no. Don't be a terror. Tari- <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, don't, yeah, don't yeah, no, 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 no. I, I don't fuck want you, you to please. Fuck you.
0: I'm going to please you by not please No, me. no, no. I don't want you, you to, I want you to You're say shit that I, I, I... Fuck you. Fuck you. I hate you and I love the song. I hate you and I love the song
3: oh my god sound effects by no, girl. no 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 I, I i i've already had that with one podcast i don't need somebody to like something that i like and they don't like i like it because
0: you like it shut up all right it's all good all right
3: all right all right let's get to the last track on the album headlines uh, but lee picked this track so here's headlines on the freeform rock podcast
1: Save a child, raise a million bucks that last a while Fight parties, buy a horse, lose a couple, win a big divorce I want to be in the headlines Anything to be in the headlines Saw my chance, I made my break I jumped the biggest float in the Rose Parade I got jailed no disgrace. A hundred million people saw my face. I called a conference with the press. And that's my marriage plans in a wedding dress. I climbed a building a stitch below All New Year's Eve without a stitch of clothes. I want to be. Publicity nominated Something big Stole the hardest scene since the blue band Tree do the A new head. comes the light But now i was starving Then so that's alright I wanna be In the headlines Anything to be In the headlines As long as they spell My name right Oh I hope they can Catch my pick.
3: All right, Lee, why'd you pick this
0: track? This is a cool classic style rocker. It doesn't sound like any other group I know of, except maybe old Ario Speedwagon. Yeah. But it's a good album closer. I really like this a lot.
3: Yeah, I like that Ario Speedwagon reference, by the way. Uh, Chris, what do you think about it?
2: Uh, One of the stronger songs on the record. I, uh, I love the riff on this one. It almost has kind of a James Gang Funk 49 type feel to it. Cool. um i think it's odd that it's the album closer i think this uh, this song would have worked better as the album opener to me uh, especially oh. with, the, with the concept that the album is kind of written about headlines in the news it's called headlines okay so um i would have gone but this is the album opener uh the only thing i don't like about this song i don't like how it speeds up in the chorus that's the only thing but i'm just being picky um uh, okay. but but no it's it, it's a fun song great way to end the record but i, I think this Overall, this this album has way more positives than negatives, and that's why I like the Blackout era.
3: Right on. What'd you think about it, Lee? Oh, you already said it. <laughs> oh, yeah.
4: My okay, bad. Uh,
3: back to the 80s new wave here. Alice Alice's voice is really fucking good. Great guitar work. Great guitar break on this. The musicians, like you said earlier, Lee, they have top-notch musicians. I oh, yeah. said that too. Uh... It's really not a bad song on this album. Some of the songs I don't like as much. But it's really a strong album. And it's sad that Alice don't remember it. (laughs) It's like, he needs to play more of this in concert. So, um, that was our review. Go ahead. I would
0: say, generally, it's not my favorite Alice Cooper album. But then again, to say that would be like, it's not my favorite Filet Mignon but it's a hell of a lot better than my favorite Slim Jim. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> I mean it's
0: still it's still pretty damn good. And I'm and 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 I'm really happy to have heard it and review it.
3: Yeah, you were saying uh... Why are you getting so many fucking guests on here, man?
0: <laughs> um, but but you
3: said I'm but you saying, did say I'm happy Chris is gonna be on the episode. So. The
0: reason why I say it is only because all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, I've got a new guest on, and I've got a new guest on, and and it's fine, but it's only. well, well. well today I had a, a weird schedule, but thank goodness that this came on now because. The stuff that I needed to do, I got done, and I'm cool now. But thank you, Mark, for saying stuff that I told you in private. <laughs> now I'm going to have to show those underwear pictures of you. Oh
3: fuck! No, not my, my not my Tommy so, Hilfiger so, fo- so, photos. So, so let's, so so
0: <laughs> so let's say that, that 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 I own you now, bitch, and I'm going to pick uh, an album that you won't like. Man.
3: Well, lay off the dude, peyote. I never tried that. Even
0: though, even though the next album that I am going to pick, I have to pick it, and and, and it's. I'm not picking it for for whether you like it or not like it. I'm picking it because I want to pick it. <laughs> <laughs> and and I picked my my. Never mind. I'm not going to tell you what I picked. Hey Chris, okay. where do you get
3: those cool sound effects, man? The internet, <laughs> the internet. <laughs> but I you like hit you, them really quick. <laughs> I'd like, rather you drown,
0: mark out with with those sound effects most of the time. Of course you do. Oh, right! <laughs> yeah, right on. <laughs> you could do that with me too, and it would probably sound just like me.
3: But this <laughs> album did hit the Billboard Top 200 at 44, so almost made the top 40. Which is pretty good back there because album sales were real back then, not the streaming shit that's going on now, uh, where uh, hip hop artists can release a song a day and freaking get in the top forty. Oh god! So let's get to our track, but before we get to our traps of the week, tracks of the week, Chris, uh, we want you to promote yourself, brother.
2: Well, I got my dog barking in the background, so apologies for that. That's uh, okay. Uh, uh, DecibelGeek.com, that's the main place to get the show. And then, of course, RockinPod.com for uh, RockinPod Expo updates. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty much, it, you know, if, if you want to spell my last name, just punch your keyboard and it'll show up on Facebook. Yeah, I, I can Flat say on. your
3: last name really well. As long as yeah. Lee, Lee writes the notes Sinshack. and he spells it right. It's,
2: it's, it's Sintzak. It's pronounced Gerstman. Kershman. Oh. <laughs>
0: um, you did it slightly wrong. <laughs> Intentionally. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, is it Chin. Sinzak? You were going to say Chinzak? It's Sinzak. It, it, it's Sinzak. <laughs> cinza- cinza- yeah. Right? It, I've
3: right. never had a problem saying his name or Canastrachi or anybody's weird names. I'm not saying your yeah, name's name weird, Chris. You,
0: now, now, I want you to do this once. <laughs> I if I... you don't. If if, if, if if you make a mistake, that's fine. But I want you to do this one. Say, first man.
3: Halle Berry.
0: No. <laughs> Say, first man.
3: Pamela Anderson?
0: Oh, if, if, if you don't do it, I will not do another review with you oh, for a God. few
3: weeks. Don't threaten first... me, bitch. First man. Gershman! No! First man! First, first man! Basketball. First man! Gershman!
0: Gersh... Gersh... Man.
3: I don't think Chris do wants what? to hear, hear our family it, problems it, here.
0: Try it one more time. I said first man! Gershman. Now, you... Okay, it's not correct, but I will still do the podcast with you, but... <laughs> and, but, but, but I am going to pick... Some albums that are going to make the worst albums that you've ever heard sound like candy.
3: Oh my God! Uh, you know what, dude? I'm going to give you a Fuel album now. You're going to do that.
0: What's what's Fuel?
3: You'll find out. <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> it's about four fifty a gallon. <laughs> um, well,
3: here um, it's six dollars in California. So
0: <laughs> I might, I might, I might decide, I might decide not to do that. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm just. I'm just angry at you because you 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 do that on purpose. I do far not. Far exactly. Yeah, you I do, do you not. Do you just do yeah, yeah, you do. But I, I sit know. here. I
3: sit here with my wife and try to announce it your name. I still can't do it with her. So
0: is it because she can't do it either?
3: She can do it. I can't.
0: Okay. well, Then then have her be on the show. And
3: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all Dude, right, bad. It's all good. Let's I, let's you, get.
0: You know, believe it or not i don't really care I'm, I'm i'm doing this because of ratings <laughs>
3: ratings That's our why our, fi- I'm, I'm, our I'm 50 listeners yay 50 listeners we love you guys
0: because all right i'm all right. gonna pick an album that you don't like because of ratings well you always I'm pick, pick a- it you a- always
3: pick an album yeah. i don't like so it doesn't matter yeah
0: all
3: right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> let's get to uh the tracks of the week chris you picked coming home by clean break you want to yes. explain that song
2: well, I mean I just you know Frontiers does all these, you know, super groups and stuff and they catch flack for it a lot because and kind of sometimes rightfully because sometimes they're it's like, okay, this big name from this band and this big name from this band it it makes sense on paper that it would sound great, but it net sometimes it just doesn't. And um but this is one of the few times where it actually does. And it's got you know, Perry and Robert from striper. it's got James Durbin on uh vocals and then the guy from Riot playing guitar and uh I I honestly didn't think this was good this song was gonna amount to much or this band would amount to much, but then I heard the single and I was like, Holy shit, the vocals are great, the song itself is great, the lyrics, the melody and then it's got a super long extended guitar solo, which just makes it awesome. So, uh, yeah, Clean Break, Coming Home. It's one of the, so far, it's one of my favorite songs of 2022. I en-
3: so. I enjoyed it also. The thing is, I'm happy about that song. It's because Robert Sweet's getting under the shadow of his brother, Michael. Because Michael does everything. And it's like Robert Sweet doesn't get enough accolades for his drumming. And he's a really great drummer. Yeah, he
2: is
0: great.
3: Yeah, he is great. And then, uh, Lee, you picked, uh, say the name, dude. Tom Verlaines?
2: Verlaine. Verlaine. Is that the guy from, um, what's the the band name from the 70s? Uh, Television. Television, yeah. Yeah. Venus de Mello. I remember that stuff. I heard it. It's
3: pretty good. I liked it. So, how come you don't review one of Television's albums?
0: I would probably. Rather review one of Tom Verlaine's solo albums.
3: That'd be fine. But uh, this is a pretty cool, cool song. Five Miles I'll do it. of I'll You.
0: Do, I'll do it, but if I do it, I want you to practice my name and we <laughs> make the first 10 minutes with me teaching you how to do it. Do you it. really if, think people want to hear cool, t- <laughs> If you're cool with doing that, I will do it.
3: How many shows I have I practiced?
0: Don't give a Fuck whether anybody wants to hear it, <laughs> I want to do it. If you want to edit it, you can. Okay,
2: That's more okay. more of a phone call than an episode. How about... But, but, but
0: I I would be cool with doing a Tom Verlaine solo album with you if you're okay with me chastising you for the first ten minutes okay, about my Okay, okay, okay. Okay, cool. We, no,
3: no, 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 no. When we do to... the Freeform Rock video on YouTube... We could do that in the first part of the show.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah,
3: we'll do the f- on YouTube. We'll thank do. Thank you. We'll do. We'll, we'll do. We'll do. Lee teaching me his last name.
0: Okay. 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 <laughs> but I could well, say
3: Sinsac. Perfect. So <laughs> that's all that matters, You're right? About four other people. Uh, I know, man. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, Ralph does it as a joke, messing your name up like I do. Oh, a free- he
2: fucking calls me Gary. <laughs> It's Chris Sinzak.
3: <laughs> but I was fucking cool that he brought you into his house when your plane was fucking delayed.
2: Oh, Ralph truly saved our ass. In fact, and we had, and we had Mark, a great time hanging out with
0: him. Mark, I, I got a good idea. Don't even think about the T. Go Gers man. Gers without man. the T. <laughs> all right, all gurs, right. Gers <laughs> man.
2: This really. I'm like, an H in the gurs, middle
3: of it. Yeah, gurs, I keep putting an H in it.
0: Just, just, just go. <laughs>
3: i don't know why i have so many problems just, with your just, name
0: just, just do that just do one more time and then i'll be done well we'll do Gersh- it on, the, vi- we'll do it on no, the video we'll do it on the no, video
3: we'll do no, it on the video really quick gershman Gersh- validation
2: right
0: now gershman Gersh- Gersh- gershman Okay, you, you're not gonna get it, but, but uh, at least you're consistently <laughs> fucked up. And, 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 I, and I respect the fact that, 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 that you're fucked up in a Hey, Chris, I way. I
3: hope you're still gonna come on the show for Dada. <laughs> uh... I'm thinking I will about not, it. You're thinking I about it.
0: Not, um, I, I, I will not um, bother him again with this. <laughs> as, long as, as long as he does not make it an issue. But hey,
2: I said drunk. I said Gerstman. I, I get it right. He gets yeah, my name yeah, right. All all of You got it
0: right, man. <laughs> you know um, what I'm saying is, if if Mark doesn't make this an issue and he doesn't say I can't say it, then I won't make him say it. Maybe
3: I could say it, but I can't spray it. I don't know. Say it, don't spray okay. it, you know. Okay, okay. <laughs> what a what bump.
0: <laughs> but but I don't care. Anyway, I'm, 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 All right. I'm Sorry, Mark. You 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 really one right. no, 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 I, I need lover. I, my lover, lover. I'm mean, sorry,
2: never mind. I
3: need to tell Chris something. On your last episode of Dude Noise, you guys were talking about the new Hailstorm album. Uh-huh. And I went and bought it. Oh
2: good.
3: I love Hailstorm and I didn't know they had a new album out. You told me they had a new album out. And the yeah. same thing with that band, The Descoda, which I play on my ThatMetalStation.com. Oh, dot yeah. com.
2: they're awesome.
3: That band fucking rules, man.
2: Yeah, it's, one of the top, top records from last
3: year. Oh, my God. That, I know. That's You got <laughs> me into that, Aaron. You guys have got me into a lot of great music. You and Dr. Fuck and Ian. Ian got me into Frank Zappa. I bought that uh, Zoot Alluras album. That album rules. Mm-hmm. And then look like, okay, at
2: get into Zap. I've tried.
3: You so, tried to get, yeah. his, uh, mm-hmm. uh, he did get me into Zap. Wadzil
2: to Orchid and uh, Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. So. Yeah,
3: Orchid's pretty good. Do you like that band, Black Blackberry Smoke?
2: Oh yeah, they're great. Um, they're- yeah, another podcasting friend of mine got me into them. They're
3: a Atlanta group. Yeah, the guitar player from Blackberry Smoke was playing with the Black Crows right, last night. He said, uh, yeah. "Chris said we got Blackberry Smoke's guitars to fill in for us tonight." So. uh I was he was really good. <laughs> I was like, Damn. So
2: did Rich Robinson not play, or is it the oh, other guitar? Oh, player? Rich
3: Robinson played. It was the other oh. guitar player. Oh, okay. Oh, Rich was kicking ass. You know, um, people said about him he wasn't that good, but then uh, he got better. So mm. I like Rich. He's pretty good, and uh, I liked how they were like hugging each other on stage. You know, those guys fight like a motherfucker, <laughs> but uh, they're pretty well,
2: good. Yeah, but the check's big for this tour, so they'll get along.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I love the Black Crows and I like that new album they released, 1972.
2: Uh, yeah, I liked what I've heard off that, but like, I mean, have you heard Steve Gorman's uh, audiobook? No. <laughs> <laughs> some some great dirt being dished in that book. Oh man, everybody says I the... was
0: not a big fan of the 1972 um, Black Crows stuff. All um, I like. like...
2: I, I Their, thought
0: uh, that Papa Was I, I, a Rolling Stone was good. Yeah, it I ruled.
3: Thought, I thought that the rocks the off were kind of off. Ed, Edwin Conestracci said the same thing because I sent him the album, but uh, I loved it. And they did. Uh, it was funny last night because uh, Chris goes, "Hey, you guys want to hear a Van Halen song? We're gonna play a Van, we're gonna play a Rolling Stone song." So here, <laughs> here's Rocks Off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I was man. laughing my ass off. I don't think I they could do that, Van Halen, I, so I, <laughs> that's I, pretty cool uh oh I, I i could have done better on vocals,
3: okay, so my track of the week i picked uh steeple by uh hailstorm it's a fucking great album even the uh ballads are pretty cool, so I like that album what is it uh called did, did uh, you pick a ballad back from back not? from the no i didn't pick a ballad so, back from okay, cool back from the dead it's a really great album Lizzie Hale's got a great voice um uh, and I I've been getting a lot into the pretty reckless people lady too.
0: That, people say that, that she does. Oh, anyway.
3: she's pretty cool. People think she's hot. I don't okay. she's not my okay. style of a woman, but uh she has a great voice.
0: Um, uh, I, I I agree with you.
3: <laughs> but she does tuck her shirts in Lee.
0: Um, um not that I've seen but, but 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 hopefully I'll find a picture someday.
3: she also does an access show called uh the 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 year in rock, which is pretty cool um
0: I don't hate her
3: so what is your track Lee? I can't say that it's a classical track you did um
0: uh, my track piano <laughs> fantasy
3: no trend soden's snowden's uh, or... oh
0: oh a a a Snowden's. It's it's it, it's it's um Norwegian for third Snow Dance.
3: Okay, yeah, I can enunciate it like your it's name. It's like
0: Trez threads Snow dance.
3: <laughs> All right, English teacher. All can right.
0: Say, can you say that? No. Say it.
3: Trans to Snowden's. No,
0: Snowden. you 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 did pretty good. You 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 had a. You had something in the middle of it, but but I, I like that. It makes me hot. Anyway, it's all good.
3: All right, Chris. We want to thank you for being on here. And uh, I forgot to tell Aaron Camaro, man. Um, damn.
0: He's not on the show, so... I know, but I forgot
3: to tell him oh, when he was on bake, here.
0: Bake up of a cake for him. Um, <laughs> Never we're- mind. Go on. Go on. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm go a on.
3: little drunk right now. Now I forgot the name I was going to say because you interrupted me, Lee. I had it. Yeah. Ah fuck! Who is sorry? The guy who did the Decibel Geek videos.
2: Rock and Ron.
3: Rock and Ron Runyon. I got it now. Uh, condolences to him, and uh, that you. guy was awesome, man. I yeah, miss that miss guy. I miss him. I I like it how you keep putting him in uh, Geeks of the Week. You every know, week, yeah. that's fucking awesome, man. That guy is fucking wherever he's at, man. He's like smiling and saying. Fuck! I wish I could be there with him.
0: <laughs> you know? I might have even met him because when I was at the, was he at Rock and Pod last year when I was there? Um, I think that he might have been.
2: He was there. Which,
0: yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. I, I, I think that. Um, yeah, that's why I'm fucking I'm pissed off because I didn't get to go like, meet him. Lee, Lee, you need to <coughs> meet Ron from Rock and Ron, and so. I think I did meet him because they said, Lee, you need to meet this guy. And so, um, he, he had a wheelchair, but, um, yeah, I think I met him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He was a great human. I, we miss him all the time. But, that, yeah, thanks for bringing him up. I appreciate
3: that. Yeah. That, that guy had a soul, man. I loved looking at his posts, his videos. And, uh, that guy, you <laughs> were talking about how he got kicked out of a show or <laughs> he got pissed off because of of a guy deleted his videos on a YouTube. There's a lot of
2: funny stories with Ron. <laughs> yeah, that could go on for a while.
3: I know, man. Rock and Run Runyon ruled. I, I was happy to be his friend on Facebook, but I'm so sad that I didn't get to go his last year at Rock and Pod. I, well, I really know, thought he was going to beat it. Seriously.
2: I did, too. And, um, just for you, have to come next year, because somebody will die otherwise.
3: Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> please don't no, say that
2: <laughs> i'm just fucking with you but no um yeah no he was uh he was a sweetheart he always believed in what we were doing sometimes even more than we did and uh we do the live stream you know we don't do it every week like we used to but uh that was all kind of his brain child you know we we got into the lockdown with covid and everything and you know his whole thing for us was going to shows and filming bands and putting it up on our youtube page and when the lockdown happened, he kind of was out of stuff to do. And then he was like, I wish I could do something. I'm like, why don't we all just do a live stream together? And that was the whole, he was kind of the help start that whole thing. But uh, no, we miss him a lot. And uh, But yeah, thanks for acknowledging him. I, I know he'd appreciate it.
3: Yeah, I, lo- I love your live streams. I, I'll listen to them on the way home from work. And when I get home, I'll start messaging you guys because i'm not going to message on my car so i put on the youtube the live stream and listen to it through the audio through the uh my car on friday nights Thanks, man. but you guys rule and the thing the thing is i wish you give the uh the audience more of a say on the votes <laughs> when you guys do the uh well
2: it just depends on how many people we have involved with um the episode that's the only thing you know because you guys if it's a tiebreaker we always we we let the tiebreakers go to the audience
3: I know you do, but I, I'm just saying you guys should give us more of a vote.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll, I'll keep
3: that in mind. All right, man. I love you guys and Aaron, Decibel Geek rules. Check them out. Uh, they've been doing more episodes, more content lately, which is fucking yeah. awesome. And, uh, whoever told know. you that, they rule because, uh, <laughs> it's, it's awesome to get on there. And I got you guys. I got the rock and, uh, rock and metal combat podcast but they've been lagging a little lately i don't know what's going on with them i know ralph was in facebook jail for a little bit but uh you guys rule i love your podcast you and the rock and metal combat podcast are the reasons why i do a podcast that we do a podcast uh and lee goes fuck you guys because i didn't want to do a podcast with mark but that's okay (laughs) (laughs)
4: it's
2: been a it's been a fine well, it, it's been a pleasure, and uh, I'm glad we could have any kind of influence on you. And but it's you know the hey, friendships we've I, made out I, of I'm doing these shows. So happy
0: a- that, that, that I was able to do a podcast with you. Of course, I I still want to do an individual one with you without Mark. But I mean, uh, so <laughs> of course, you call, <laughs> you know, when you're ready, of course, and I'll do it. Uh, right on, right on. But but like, but give like, him hot you're, you're, you're one of my you 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 shut up. You're, you're, you're one of my favorites. <laughs> I'm um, Chris. You're he's, one of my favorites. He's
3: probably gonna give you an album that he thinks you're gonna like. See, Shut he, up! <laughs> he won't do that with me.
0: <laughs> I will. I, I, I will give him um, that album. Well, that well, I'll give him. A... Shut up!
2: <laughs> Whatever he ge- he assigns me, I'll I'll give it its name. Oh my god! I, yeah, can't I, wait, I can't wait! I can't wait to hear I, I, that!
0: I I I I will give him a better album than I will give him Of course you <laughs> will, <laughs> bitch! Be, 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 because Mark Mark. Next time, instead of saying my name, say German. German. Say, Lee German. And that, that, that way, you you get rid of the S T. I I used to use that as a pseudonym. Say Lee German. You I got guess... it right. You could say Lee German. All right, Lee I'm German. Yeah, all right. you could do that, and I don't mind. It's all good. Well,
3: you're German me off right now. So yeah, man,
0: <laughs> right, right. You say Lee German the asshole, and, and, and I'm good. <laughs> Well, like, you, hi, this is Mark Allen Taylor and Lee German the asshole. How you're not, you not you
3: an asshole. You're just a bitch.
0: But, 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 but if you call me an asshole, then, then I'll be better and, and because asshole is male, bitch is female. All right. You're still a bitch. But all right. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank
3: you, Chris. I'll say thank you, Chris Sinzak, for coming on the podcast. I know it's a hot mess. Thank you for coming on here, man. We appreciate Thanks, you
2: guys. Thank you. It's been you. a lot thank, of fun. Thank
3: you. All right, man. 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 You. And,
0: can... I'm very glad that that you stayed the course, and 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 it's a really cool episode, and I'm very happy that you're on it. All That's...
3: right, all right, Lee. You know what to do. Say goodbye, bitch.
0: Goodbye, everybody.